around the CBC universe, welcome to another episode of Comic Book Characters. I'm your friendly neighborhood podcaster, Alfred. And I'm Chris, two drink minimum Gossidus. Comic stuff! You gotta love how every comedy club in America, uh, it's they, they still hold to the two drink minimum. Uh, which is great, but because yeah, of like the so pandemic much. and the fact that they made no money for basically a year, uh, every margarita is now twenty nine ninety five. <laughs> <laughs> that two drink minimum is pretty hefty. It's it's you're looking at about a C note uh, by the end of the night. Coors, and if you have, no. and, you, and if you have a date, fuck you, because yeah, no, like, you're just. I mean, that's no Coors at all. We're doing Moscow mules are better. Yeah, yeah, or better. Hey, man, how is it going? Yeah, it, it's going. Not you. Yeah, you don't have to really. You don't just fake answer. No. Everyone's fake answering. It's I'm fun. doing it now. You've asked. I'm, I'm there again. Yeah, staring into the void. <laughs> Cold. Like, you know, it's crazy because you know we dealt with like the like sort of emotional upheaval uh the mental stress and trauma of of four years right politically oh yeah and then we're like cool well it's gonna be a little different and hopefully better at least hopefully not worse uh which i guess is more or less what we got not really worse uh not maybe not better but definitely not worse uh, but then, you know, they added this nice little fun uh, pandemic, which I guess is turning into an endemic, right? Is that, am I using that correctly? Uh, Fingers crossed. Gotcha. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, man, it's just been, uh, it's just been, I'm not even going to lie. I love doing this podcast, but f- holy hell, the last, I don't know, six years or so. No, thank you. <laughs> no, no, just thank fast you. Forward? I did, I'm just, just saying, happened. if somebody is like in a coma right now, good on them. Oh wow! <laughs> True believers, we're coming hot out the gate for this episode of Comic Book Characters. Alrighty, uh, yeah. Hey everyone, uh, I, no, I hope everyone's doing as well as you can. Uh, it's it's hard out there, everybody. I don't know if y'all know this. It's um, <laughs> no one's really having a good time, but that's why we're here to bring this stuff to help distract you, and maybe bring you a little bit of joy, and maybe bring you a little bit of information you might have not otherwise known, and to also give you a couple of disembodied voices. To argue mm-hmm. with and to lambast and to yeah. call assholes or what whoa, have whoa. you? Are you not? Are you? Are you not getting the handwritten letters dropped off personally to your mailbox? That's what those were. Oh uh, yeah. Ah man, yeah. Uh, yeah. I just throw them in the bin. Oh uh, yeah. There's like a trash can right next to the mailbox for like all the junk mail. And- oh, I thought you were building like a Scrooge McDuck style like hate mail thing. Oh no. Do that. See, you're you're. What we're saying, folks, is your love, 
nourishes us, but your hate also nourishes us. Thank you. Mm, um, it's like the Sardaukar war chant. On the, <laughs> that's what that was. I knew I'll that. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Did you, were those the actual words? No, man. <laughs> okay, you just you just made some fucking. Okay, I wasn't sure. Look, dude, I don't know how deep you go. Okay. Um, but uh, wow, man, I lost my train of thought. We're here. What'd you uh, say? It's 2022. You lost we your are, train of thought. We are gonna do. Oh my God, the trains! It's 2022. We're doing Powies. They're hitting it up. 2021 Powies, baby. We got uh, our annual award show. Uh, a little behind the curtain. Um, was going to feature Peacemaker at the show and then realized that that actually, because what is time anymore, uh, that came out January 13th of this year. So, Man, and shout out to you for being like lawful good on the alignment spectrum there. Because I just would have left it in there. <laughs> yeah, like, well, Mr. Mister Chaotic Neutral, of course. Um <laughs> No, no, no. I, you know, I know it doesn't seem like it, but we, this show has some level of integrity. Uh, <laughs> I didn't say what level, but just some, some oh. level. Uh, yeah. So we're going to, we're going to hit up that. We're going to do a live uh, react to the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness trailer that just dropped. We're going to talk about Peacemaker. Uh, although, spoilers, only one of this dynamic duo has seen it. Um, we're going to talk about the unfortunate situation with George Perez, uh, famous legendary comic book artist. And we're going to talk about The Batman as it's coming out, what, like about a month from now. So, but like, uh, yeah, man, I mean, uh, any, anything, uh, I, again, I asked you how you were, that's such a dangerous question to ask oh. anyone, oh, yeah. but no, like, okay. has ahead. anything, um, has anything odd or spectacular happened to you yeah, in uh, the last few weeks or so? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, uh like an amazing Spider-Man, like gained, you know, six arms situation, any, anything like that. Oh man, the possibilities. Uh, <laughs> I mean, just kind of general, kind of run, you know, everyday uh, surreality creeping into with the workplace. Uh, I think I, I heard a, a kid uh, say, "Suck my dick, Batman!" as he was walking down the hall, and like uh, uh, he turned around and a, an AP was right there, assistant principal. Uh, it's like I got a good belly laugh out of that. Uh, was he calling the assistant principal Batman? No, no, he's talking to his friend. He's like, oh, okay, because it's like a Spider Cuz thing, right? From uh, uh, that thing on on God, what the fuck's it called? Uh, it's on YouTube's. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, side talk, side talk NYC. You know, bing, oh, bing, right, right, right. Spider Cuz. Yeah, so Spider Cuz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the Spider Man that's in New York City, like yeah, 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 yeah. doing all this stuff. <laughs> that's pretty funny that's good it's so like half of me just wanted to laugh just because i knew the reference and then half of me wanted to really laugh because he got in trouble like immediately <laughs> that's always what, fun to see can you not just go saying to tell people to suck your dick in, in the hallways and then i mean i guess not it, these days it might be a preposition 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 too and a preposition you do it depending on how you phrase it i guess <laughs> uh my dick from the back there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah. 
gotta look for that though. You gotta look for the little moments of uh, surrealism to kind of like bring some levity to everything. We're de- we're definitely earning the uh, e e for explicit tag this week this time this episode which is fine which is which is fine he just means rated for everyone twice everyone twice yeah um the other thing i guess i should mention is uh yeah you can leave uh not reviews but you can give five stars on spotify now so thank you listeners please head over to spotify even if you don't normally listen on spotify just go to you know just go to spotify can even go through like a google browser or firefox or is anybody using what was that other thing called edge oh dude yeah i've been edging yeah uh where's the firefox water armadillo wow (laughs) ah man i guarantee you that whatever universe has water armadillo they're doing way better than we are i i absolutely know for a fact within my heart that that's true uh, but leave us five stars please on Spotify however which way oh. you want we do appreciate it uh, with that man let's go ahead and jump into oh you know what can you do the screen share oh yeah let's yeah, do yeah. that That's uh, for uh, Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness new trailer that dropped now this is we're going to just cover the standard old Americana uh trailer i know there's like an international trailer out there and people are checking out the subtitles oh yeah trying to figure out who's who and is that Uh, noel let me just tell you right off the bat that's not noel so all you crazy ass comic spec speculators out there uh don't and you specters and you specters and you moon knights (laughs) uh it's not noel so keep holding on to that venom number three um but we're just doing the standard uh, sweet old USA Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. And let's check it out. Here we go. True Believers, we are doing an audio-only podcast, but we are going to watch a trailer. You can't follow along. We will give you, like, uh, uh, timestamps here and there. Uh, yeah, here there we go. go. Wait, is the movie rated R? Yeah, man. War is too important to be left to politicians. Oh, hell. <laughs> so right now, Major revelations. Universal <laughs> took over this property, and Peter Sellers is alive again. God, well, I mean, good on him. Good on him. You know, he's been trying to come back to life for a solid twenty years or thirty years. So he finally did it. Stanley Kubrick from the grave. Rise from the grave. Oh my God, true believers. Uh, your boy, I love me the pranks. <laughs> it's not April. Stuff. What are you doing? Your name's not O'Neill. <laughs> Get out of here. That's a strange love or how I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb, man. Great movie, by the way. If you haven't yeah. seen it, it's not comic related, but it is amazing. It could be. All right. Actual one. <laughs> we are beginning starting now. Every night. You do it every night? I dream this oh. same dream. Holy hell, dude, that's how he does it? (laughs) That's, um... I hope he, uh... I hope he uses the right kind of lotion, because otherwise he's going to have a real problem. Um, 
That no, but seriously, that two believers and this this spinning effect that's happening to Doctor Strange in bed, that pretty much is me after like you know four Boilermakers the next morning. Yeah, or me like, after one that. edible nerd rope, <laughs> which they do have. They exist. Look them. Look for them on the internet, everybody. Uh, that creature thing is nuts. That one. My yes. Where, where are we at on the timestamp there? Fourteen seconds in. Okay, at fourteen seconds in, we get a we get a. Oh my, I don't even know what this is. Like a bandage, light golem, uh, demon thing. We've got yeah. America, uh, the beautiful, America the beautiful. You, you can tell it's her from her jacket. Um, it's not Terry Bogart. Are you sure? It's not. Where's the red hat? <laughs> uh, but uh, I, you know, I think it's kind of funny that like. Um, you know, she's, well, at least originally how she was written, she was kind of a prominent uh, Latin American character. Uh-huh. And uh, I feel like no one's talking about her uh, mm. with this trailer. Now, granted, there's a lot going on, so, you know, it might be a fine that they're not talking about her, but I hope, uh, you know. Is that Ned? That's not Ned. Who I don't know. That? I was trying to see who this is at uh, 13 seconds, right before. I'm going yeah. frame by frame. Dude, is that Ned? I, oh man, I don't. Maybe it's not, but it did look it like Ned for a second. There's not that much chunk to this guy. It's not Ned. Well, he he lost some weight though. Jacob lost some weight, so yeah, he's and got more did... street cred to wearing. Was that con- he's wearing just strip Converse? He's got more street cred than that. Okay, well maybe it's not Ned. You know what? Maybe that's one of the um, Strange Academy kids. Maybe. Uh, it's cut to make it look like America, but I don't think it is America. Yeah, nah. I don't uh, think it is. Let's... Anyway, let, let's 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 move forward. Special right. effects look great, by the way. The nightmare begins. Also, the same Philip Patik watch from the first. It is. Yes. Man, shout out to that watch, Jesus. Fossil baby. I did. What I to do. <laughs> uh, there he is fucking with some spells again, man. Yeah, he literally learned nothing. 29 seconds in. He's just slamming all this spellage down into a book? Into a book. I guess it's better than blaming on some teenagers. Yeah, but... Come on, man. To protect our world. You cannot control everything, Strange. Is he a doctor of hypocrisy? That's... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, my guy Wong, at uh, 35 seconds in, dropping knowledge. He's Sorcerer Supreme right now. Doesn't matter if it's technicality. No, he's got you're right. You he's got it unlocked. You got it unlocked. And not only that, I also want to make the joke that I think Doctor Strange took the Hippocratic oath in the wrong direction because he's such oh, a hypocrite. Oh, nice! Well Thank done. You. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, let's go. Let's keep going. No, let's linger. Okay. <laughs> let's sit in this moment for a bit. Yeah, yeah. All right. Oh, shit, dude. Sam Raimi. Did you forget that he's directed it? We don't know who or what will walk through it. Wanda. What do you know about the multiverse? What do you know about the multiverse, Alfred? Um, I know that um, there's Spider-Man in it. And uh, there might be a, like an evil tree doctor who 
like did, did like an experiment with a tree. What? It's like a tree man, and uh, might be, but it might just Marvel be a tree. Present the arborist. Yeah. The arbor harbors ill will towards you. Oh, oh. damn, man! Now you're selling it. Wait, wait, wait. TM, TM. <laughs> Copyright TM. Okay, so we got uh, Wanda here. Uh, I like how they're just strolling in a park. Yep. 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 Uh, is that that beard's definitely painted on, right? Fifty seconds. Uh, in? Uh, maybe. I think not. <laughs> I think. <laughs> and, I the last, I and the one on Stephen Strange doesn't look too natural either. Wow. <laughs> Continuing on. He's had his theories. He believed it was dangerous. That's a Minotaur. We got Minotaurs up in here? We got some Minotaurs up in here. And some archers. They're not facing towards the Minotaur. They're facing with him. Minotaurs on our side? Uh, or the archers and the Minotaur are on the other side. But no, I think the Minotaur is on our side. So, fun. Oh. He was right. This summer. Where's this? Is this anything we know? Uh, I don't. No, I don't know what that is. Ooh, true believers. One hundred three. If you can <laughs> outbox Freddy over here. <laughs> I mean, it's not that hard, guys. <laughs> uh, I I don't know everything. Um, it's it's probably some like. I don't know, moon goddess, moon dragon bullshit. I don't know. It's like, uh, you know, I'm just trying to think of Doctor Strange characters. Uh, but um, I don't I don't know. I don't know. It's I mean, obviously, it's a, it's a MacGuffin is what it is. But there you oh, go. All, right. all right. Kate Alfred Hitchcock. All right. Continuing on. I'm sorry, Stephen. Your desecration of reality. Ooh, fancy jail. Must be Sweden. <laughs> Where's Rumi at? Um, yeah, man. Uh, love the uh, love the kind of was that like Art Deco style? Yeah, uh, statues there. You get a little bit of like Ozymandias kind of vibes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Just casual Ironman escorting him up there. Yeah, I was about to say those do look like. Um, Iron Iron Man in a can kind of thing, like a you know, like you know, just for like leisurely walks and what have you. <laughs> they look a little bit, uh, look a little bit uh, Ultron adjacent as well. Yeah, where are we at on the timestamp? Uh, this is one fourteen. One fourteen. Uh, we have some Ultron adjacent robot type things escorting Doctor Strange. Yeah, true believers. Let us know. Would you smash? <laughs> we should tell him the truth. Okay, wait. You have to stop there. What? No, no, no. Uh, skip over that, dude. Skip over that. Skip over it. Nothing. It's not important. Not important at all, right? Who's telling the truth? Uh, I mean, it's clearly Jack Nicholson. Is 
I mean, he can't handle the truth. Oh my god! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> ah! Hua! Uh, no, it's uh, as much as much as everyone has speculated. That sounds an awful lot like a Mister Sir Patrick Stewart. Uh, and it's the way it's framed. It even I, I don't even know how to explain this, uh, true believers. But the way they frame it, and he comes into frame, it feels like he's in a wheelchair. What? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? I'm just saying. Look, go back and play it, and let it play through. All right. Look at look at how wheelchair esque it is. Okay, Jesus, man. All right, here, here we go. I mean, there's chairs up there. But there's a space. See, right in front is strange. There's yeah. a space where a wheelchair could be. All right, so at minute 116. Okay, he look, he like moves into frame on the corner. Yeah. Like he's in movement. Watch it. Not strange. I'm talking about Yeah, no, potentially no, no, no. Yeah, all right, I'll let it play. I'll let it play. We should tell him the truth. Oh, shit! I see what you mean now! See? I know! It sounds crazy! And the camera's but... not moving. I thought it was like a camera move for a second. No, the camera's not moving, dude! I told you. He wheelchairs in the frame. Fly I told you! <laughs> oh my god, true believers. You hear? You heard it here first. <laughs> We found the wheelchair. Man, I can't believe Greg Abbott's in this movie. <laughs> oh my god. Do not get me in trouble again. Hashtag cancel Alfred is a real thing, guys. Guys and gals and everyone else in between. Um, but yeah, so, okay, where are we at on the timestamp? Uh, 121. 121 uh it's the most talked about thing in this trailer uh we wouldn't be doing our due diligence if we didn't bring it up it's it very much sounds like sir patrick stewart uh of course hinting at the idea that this is professor x from the fox x-men uh timeline and, and universe and uh everyone else has kind of made the leap that is this the illuminati because in the marvel comics the illuminati is a secret group comprising uh, of a bunch of people, but Doctor Strange and Professor X are among them. Uh, wait, and, what was you know, the group? The Illuminati. I had to do it one time. Nice. No, you're going to need that drop later when we talk about uh, peace. But um, well, here's the thing. So in the comics, you know, they're all from the same universe, and uh, they're basically like a, a group or like unit that helps shape things within the world i do like the idea that the mcu we've talked about this before they take a lot of established comic storylines and they tweak them they change them to kind of fit the mcu narrative and what they can do um in terms of what they can show like in a movie so the idea that uh this is a big multiverse thing now after spider-man no way home you know, kind of tweaking the Illuminati to be possibly a group of people from different universes that are somehow communicating with huh. one another is pretty interesting. I, I don't know how that's going to factor into the story here, but it, it is an interesting idea, and I'm, uh, I'm here for it. Yeah. Interesting enough. Moving on. 
I think there's a dinosaur coming up next. Do what now? I think there's a dinosaur coming up next, by the way. Look for it. Okay. Yeah, dinosaur. I know where it's at. Oh, there he is. The hunter? Where are we at? Where, where are we at the time stamp now? 124. 124. There's a dinosaur uh, falling off a mountain or something. I don't know what's happening. Uh, is this connected to Jurassic World? No. No. Doesn't, isn't there like a, a, some girl and a dinosaur, like a pair, right? Uh, there's, there's, yeah, uh, there's the devil dinosaur. That's yeah. usually red, uh, moon girl and devil dinosaur. Yeah. There's also the savage land where there are dinosaurs. So it's possible that right here, this is the savage land where they are. Okay. Huh. Moving on. Fucking edibles. This is literally uh, what it feels like to wake up in 2022. <laughs> Timestamp 128, true believers. <laughs> That's incredible. Okay, Miss Ansan, let's go. Oh, that right. There's a harp and piano. Very nice. Is this is uh, a. Good friend Kang's place? Looks like it. Pokey? No. Silpy? No. Okay. Moving on. Things just got out of hand. Hey, look at that guy. Who's the handsome devil? Yeah. It looks like um looks like he went up a chimney looking for all the smoke. <laughs> it's kinda of weird I don't even know, like I, I you know, I seen this where are we at on the timestamp? A one thirty five. 135. Okay, so here's the thing with this particular shot. At first, I thought uh, that they were just using a camera lens filter to make him look so um, desaturated like that. But but looking at it now, I think this is not um, a lens thing. I think it's a makeup thing. I think it's a wardrobe thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it it's pretty cool. Like, when you just see how, um, like, uh, grayscale kind of he is. Yeah. I mean, he's definitely more overexposed just because the light source is behind him. But he just kind of have the same, like, hues that is on regular Stephen Strange. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, continuing on. Just got out of hand. you fighting what's going on yeah who is that so golly man there has been so much speculation as to who this character might be literally everyone from human torch i don't think that's right to a different iron man i also don't think that's correct to one of the captain marvels or nova possibly okay uh i don't know i honestly don't know who it is yeah uh, we're at a. Uh... Looks like uh, 136 of the timestamp. Uh, yeah, you get a pretty clear view of 135, too. Of, like, maybe whose might be? But... Uh, I'm honestly thinking it might be Monica Rambeau. It might be oh. uh, one of the Marvels from the movie or uh, the movie that's coming out, the Marvels. Huh. Um, I could be... I mean, totally wrong. Who knows? It, it could be someone that we just haven't even encountered yet. Uh, but I will definitely say that I do not think this is Human Torch, and I do not think that this is uh, Iron Man. 
Could it be uh could it be Rob Stark from Eternals? Uh, yeah. Did he fly into the sun? I forgot. He did fly into the sun uh, from Eternals. That's fine. One of my favorite things from the Eternals is uh, a man will literally fly into the sun rather than uh, go to therapy. And uh, yeah. I mean, if I could. That's a good one. Icarus, that is. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know who it is. I'm going to say it's Monica Rambo. That's just a guess. I'd... Yeah, I mean. Not a strong guess, but like, you know. It's definitely swervable. Like, there's not too much information given, even frame by frame. So, well, and here's the thing: they're smart. Feige knows what he's doing. We've talked about this before. They could be face uh, swapping here. They could. They could. This could not even be in the movie. Mm. Like, they could. They could be doing so much that we don't even know about. Okay, continuing on. You break the rules. Look out, dude! Look out! Oh, man, some Suma Gorath, some sweet Marvel versus Capcom uh, vibes here. So many tentacles. So many te- Look at those other tentacles. Not even the main technical tentacles. What the, about, the, the one below is his yeah, eye or yeah, on the yes, back of it. Yes, yeah. Yeah. He's like, he's like, oh, there you are, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Believers, minute one forty two. Now, now I just want some Mancini's pizza, though. Mm. <laughs> not some, not some bail bonds. No, the magic and tea. What the hell is that? They're open twenty four hours. Jonas and magic James, tea. dude. Home decor and lighting. Yeah, Jonas and James. Uh, clams. Oh, I love that. I love the clam sign back there. Didn't see that one before. The neon really, you know, enhances the flavor. Uh, but yeah, Simmergrath looks amazing here. Um, I hope he eats everybody. Look out! I just wanted to pause out of that. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> you know who that looks like? I seriously, I didn't even realize this until just now. Do you know who that looks like? That? that looks like that looks like Amber. You know my friend Amber? Yeah, shout out! It does look like her. That looks like her right there. <laughs> I never realized until just now. <laughs> Yeah. True believers, extremely true believers. One forty-one. <laughs> For like the other six people that listen to the podcast and know who Amber is, there you go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's the same face she makes when she sees like sushi or whatever. Like oh. She gets real excited like that. Oh. Or oh. tacos. Oh. Like, oh, tacos. <laughs> All right, all right, move on, move on. Turn it into, like, Wang Chung. <laughs> yeah. Everybody Wang Chung tonight. <laughs> all right, moving on. Look out! Become a hero. That was the move? Just slice the motherfucker in half? Okay, that literally, and I'm, it's fine, but Sam Raimi, you think we weren't going to know, that's from fucking Megamind, Okay. Literally the same move from Megamind. They do this exact shot. I'm not even joking. <laughs> the exact same spinning circular blade cuts a thing in half just like that. Go watch Megamind. Megamind did it first. It's fine. I'm not mad, but just give it credit, guys. <laughs> it sounds like you're disappointed. <laughs> No, it's fine. Steal from the best. Okay. Fair enough. Moving on. Hero. 
after it, I become the enemy. Ooh, two at once? <laughs> oh, I wasn't ready for that. Um, <laughs> so, this looks like the house from WandaVision. Yep. Uh, we see two Wandas here. Where are we at on the timestamp? 150. 150. Uh, we have the Wanda that we know. She's kind of on the ground. We have this other kind of athleisure Wanda. Um <laughs> You know, doing stuff, and uh, so clearly there are multiple Wandas. Everyone's calling this evil Wanda. I mean, just because she's wearing leggings, I don't think necessarily <laughs> makes her evil. But I ain't wearing shoes in the house. How can she be evil? Yeah, maybe she's just like Japanese. Don't, don't get don't get me started. Okay. Not. Oh, that's why. All right, moving on. That doesn't seem fair. Oh, we got a flailing whip thing going on. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. It's like that thing. That thing, like the rope with the blade on the end of it. But it's like oh, a yeah, magic yeah. version of that. Like the wushu thing, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're at minute 159. Dude, Man, Shimagrath looks so great. Fuck him up. He's going to command so grab him right now. Look at all his little suction cuppies. <laughs> Look at all them cuppies, man. Look at that. One, two, two, four, six, eight. I mean, there's so many. It's a Fibonacci like, sequence going on. There's like 70 cuppies. Oh, I didn't even look at the left side. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm not even going to count them all. There's so many. <laughs> Moving on. Oof. There we go, right there. That's where everyone's like, is that fucking Noel? Is that the character from Venom? Is that Noel? Is it the God symbiote? No, it's not. Hold on, Donnie Cates, the creator of Noel, already went on the internet and said it's not Noel, guys. It's Doctor Strange. It's like some kind of zombie demon Doctor Strange. All right, first of all, two things. I need you to rewind. I need you to say the name correct. What? Venom. Venom. Venom at the halftime show. Venom <laughs> at the Super Bowl. I wish that Eminem had just done the Venom song. <laughs> like, and Dre would have been like, what the fuck? The like, fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? No. Anderson Pac, the professional he is, still rode that beat. Yep. Oh, absolutely. He would have just he would have just leaned into it. <laughs> Uh, oh, second of all, uh, yeah, Marvel's done that before. Oh, yeah, I'm not going to be in the movie, says Andrew Garfield. What movie? That's true. Uh, that is true. But I will say, uh, Donny Cates didn't say Noel isn't in the movie. He just said that this is not Noel. Oh. Um, so, you know, uh, but I don't think Noel's going to be in this. Okay. Uh, just for whatever that's worth. Fair enough. Does look cool, though. Noel's have a pretty low AC anyway. I mean, like. If you're attacking with like a, just a regular short sword, you probably do. You know, they won't survive more than two encounters. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right, moving on. Is that like a dragon quest? That's... Oh, sounds. Lots of sounds. Don't I was gonna do. say, how intense is that music, oh. dude? It's like <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's... Oh, I didn't realize it was so intense. Right. <laughs> 
Well, that's the end. There's nothing after this. Just the yeah, title. It's just the credits. Uh, yeah, there's no little extra. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's, they did. They didn't do a tag. They usually do a tag on right. these things. Little... That's how you know the movie's not going to have humor in it, guys. They didn't put a fucking tag at the end of the trailer. Um, I don't think the movie's going to be that funny, to be honest. Uh, Damn. I do. It will have some humor in it, I'm sure, because it's a Marvel film. But I don't know, man. I think this is going to be a little more uh, grim and just like, oh my god, I need to catch my breath. Please stop. Ooh, just like Thor two. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. Was that because of Dennings? Ether. Oh, because of the Ether. Yeah. By the way, Cat Dennings is in a new show called Dollface. I guess it's not that new. It's, it's been around for like a couple of seasons, but pretty good. Pretty funny. I don't know. That's all I got to say about that. Cat Dennings stuff. She's great. Meow, meow, meow. Meow, 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 meow. It's the best part of Thor the Dark World. Dark <laughs> Thor, whatever it's called. Dark Thor. Uh, Dark Thor. Um, all right, man. Well, we kind of went through it, but now that we've watched it again, what are your thoughts? What do you, what are you thinking? Yeah, I, man. It now that you say it, like the whole wheelchair rolling into frame type of th- thing, like as he's going, as he's being led into that like marble outfitted you know, foyer or whatever mm-hmm. hallway, and, and brought, being brought up by the Iron Bots. Yeah, it does look like it's a you know stage from a different movie. Like a, it does kind of have sort of like an X Men aesthetic, a little bit, for whatever. Yeah, reason. it also begs the question: like, what else are we going to see? I kind of feel right. like we might. So I'm going to call this right now. So listeners, uh, to feed my ego, mark this down. Um, I don't know where we are in the pod necessarily, Wait, but but you're locked in right now. But yeah, locking this in. Uh, Mr. Fantastic from the Fox Fantastic Four movies. Uh, I think the actor's name is like Ian Gufford or Grufford. Uh, He's going to be in this as Mr. Fantastic from that universe. Wow. Uh, I'm calling it. I think that's what's going to happen. I don't know who else we're going to see, but I'm calling Mr. Fantastic and I'm calling Professor X. Um, in this, uh, in this movie, in this version of the Illuminati, um, do you think just knowing the characters that you know, mm-hmm. not necessarily that they were are part of the Illuminati in the comics, but who do you think from possibly like a you know like an older comic book movie could be a Blade, could be a Wesley Snipes Blade? I'm mm-hmm. not saying that. I'm saying something like that. Who do you think could be in this as part of? Let's say there is an Illuminati. Who, yeah. who do you think? Who do you think is going to show up? Uh, what was the name of? Uh, oh fuck! What's, uh, I'm I'm forgetting the actor and the character's name from Game of Thrones right now. What the fuck is wrong with me? Uh, he drinks and he knows things. Peter Dinklage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was Dinklage's character in uh in Avengers, Infinity War and Endgame? Oh, um. The dwarf, where he yeah. was like the the space dwarf, um, is it like entry or something like that? Uh, uh, yeah, Etri, yeah, Etri, Etri, yeah. Atri. So, yeah, I think Etri's gonna be on there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Dinklage is also in the X Men. 
That's right. He was he was Bolivar Trasker, I think. Trask, uh, yes, fucking Trask. There we go. Another dinosaur type thing from D and D. So let me ask you this: I think Atri and Trask could be on. If Atri's in it, yeah, does he have his hands? Or are they still? They're, they are very much stone. He is. <laughs> Well, he is Roberto Duran. He's Roberto Duran. Oh. No moss. <laughs> okay, well, that's going to be a really interesting turn. We'll see. Uh, listeners, if you want to let us know who you think might be coming over from a different um, franchise, different universe, uh, who do you think is going to show up? There have been all sorts of crazy rumors, man. There's been Tom Cruise as some uh, superior Iron Man. What? Yeah. Yeah, there's been talks of of Ben Affleck Daredevil. No, yeah, no. I'm serious. This is what people are talking about. People jump they're, out the I do, I do kind of like. This is a huge flex, though. Kevin Feige again. I know. Look, I know it sounds like I'm the biggest Feige fanboy of all time, but the man is a fucking genius, guys. <laughs> He's gonna make it so that every comic book Marvel film. That's ever been made before the MCU is not the established Marvel universe. Oh, oh, yeah. By making this multiverse thing and doing Spider-Man No Way Home, they're establishing that the true quote unquote Marvel universe is the MCU and that everything else that has come out before and I don't know if this will ever happen, but everything else that comes out after the MCU is gone will be something else. And that's pretty, that's pretty, that's calling your shot, man. That's like, I, you were talking I, about Ozymandias before. That's Ozymandias level shit. Yeah. I mean, that's like, that's like if the Knicks were like basketball games only played in the garden count. <laughs> All y'all can keep playing basketball games at your other arenas, but none of that shit matters. I mean, you're not far from the point there. Uh, Mero from Deezus and Mero does say if the Knicks cover, they won. <laughs> That's good. That's good. But yeah, I mean, I mean, that is kind of what Feige is doing. Like, by saying, like, oh, these other the universes, like these smaller universes that we're getting little glimpses into. It's so small. Yeah, they exist, but they're so small. They're so <laughs> tiny. Not like a big American MCU. <laughs> Right, so all right. I, I think well, I think we'll end it on that. But uh, we'll be sure to cover any other uh, Doc Strange trailers as they come out. Uh, thank you for taking this journey with us. We hope you liked it. Sorry we stopped and started so often, but that's how we do. It's uh, you know, it's a it's a mad dash to pause your YouTube feed as you're listening to this. Let's, you don't know when we're gonna stop it. And you don't know when we're going to start it, and that's how we like it. <laughs> All right. Transition there. Hold on. Nice. Nice. Um, so something that has come out this year, again, as of January of this year in 2022, what is time anymore? Uh, we get the HBO Max series from James Gunn, from The Mind, some would say the demented mind of James Gunn. Ow. Written and directed, John Cena starring, vehicle, Peacemaker. Now, I did allude to this earlier. 
Uh, one of us has not seen this, and um, I'm not going to name any names, but his name rhymes with uh, Briss uh, Bossimus. Oh my god. That's not your name at all, dude. How'd you say that? But but here's the thing, man. You really should check it out because mm-hmm. here's here's the weirdest thing. One, um, well, let me say this first. Of all the shows yes. that I never thought I would say this show reminds me of. Uh-huh. X-Files. Get the fuck out of here. Get, yes. Hold on. It is... Yeah. Yes. Yes. What it the shit are you saying right now? X-Files vibes, my friend. I don't even know how that's possible, but let me tell you that it, that is very apt. It is like Napoleon Dynamite and, I don't know, maybe Hot Rod huh? and X-Files no, no, like no, all had a no, no, oh thruple baby. You just described, like, uh, a lemon pepper chicken wing, a mozzarella cheese stick, and, like, filet mignon. Like, all yeah. put in a bowl together and fucking just fried up and, like, there's your chalupa surprise, whatever the fuck, Taco Bell. Yep, chalupa what? surprise. How? I know. I'm, I know. I know it sounds insane, but that is literally the best way I can describe it. You're telling me Jillian Anders is in this? Uh, she's not. She's okay. not. For that, but... I'm out. No, 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 no. <laughs> there is a character in the show. Don't do this. Don't do that. That is like a, a Sarah Connor for Terminator 2 no, 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 no. meets, say it right. say meets say it. Scully. No, no, say it right. Say Sarah Connor's name right. Uh, what, Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor. <laughs> it is not a Toma. It's a Scully. Oh. <laughs> that- um, it- it's like Sarah Connor uh, merged with Scully. Okay. There's a character in Peacemaker. that, that That's the best way I can describe her. Hmm. She's fantastic. Um, her name is Hardcore. Hardcore is her last name. Hardcore in the show. Hardcore Parkour? What did you just say? Hardcore Parkour. No, it's just Hardcore. Okay. Um, but let me tell you, James Gunn better than just about anyone in recent memory can write himself an ensemble cast show slash movie. Oh. He, it's his wheelhouse. He did it with Guardians. He did it with Suicide Squad. And he's doing it with Peacemaker. It really, it's not for everyone. I will, I will absolutely say that. It is, it is raunchy a lot of times uh, in really hilarious ways to me. But it's definitely not for everyone. Okay. It is both self-aware, but also is like, yeah, we're self-aware, but also fuck you for being so uptight about shit. <laughs> is like the vibe of the show. And I gotta say, I'm really surprised, but John Cena is pretty great in it. Huh. I won't say he's the reason to watch, but he is really good in it. And if nothing else, the intro is chef's kiss amazing. It is one of the best intros to any show I've ever seen in my entire life. All right. I think you've sufficiently sold me on it. To the point where I've never skipped the intro, even though that little box comes up and it's like, skip intro. It's like, fuck you, man. Why is that even up there? Get that off of there. I'm not skipping this. It's amazing. How dare you? Go away. HBO Max. How dare you? The nerve. The fucking audacity. 
uh, yeah, it's good. It's really good. Um, I look. I'm gonna call it now. It's gonna definitely have some uh, nominees for the 2022 Powies. I'm oh. fairly certain um, off the strength of the the cast and just the show. Uh, check it out, everybody. If you haven't seen it, I, I really tried to not spoil anything uh, in the way that I've been talking about it, but it's really, really good, and I look forward to uh, to seeing how it all wraps up. So that's it for Peacemaker. If Chris ever gets around to, to watching it, we might do like a like a review or, or something, or maybe highlights. It's definitely the kind of show where maybe we'll cover it when it's over. And if you see it, Chris, we could definitely talk about like moments that stuck out. Like Man. it's it's got a lot of that. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk uh, about there's... it. That, that'll be our spring or our summer show. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, spring, spring's next, right? Okay. So definitely in March. <laughs> um... Transition. <laughs> Ah oh, man, great! One of the greatest shows of all time, right there. <laughs> so oh, it just brings me joy. Like that's like, that's like warm waffles with like just like a little bit of butter and some syrup on it. Mmm, never a bad time. All right, actually, there is no good transition for this. This is just super bummer news. This is like, there's just there's just nothing good about this. Just the fact that you know um, we lost a lot of. Um, kind of celebrities, I guess, some famous people at the beginning of the year um, that really touched a lot of people's lives, uh, like you know Betty White and um, uh, a Bob Saget, and you know so on. Uh, and in terms of like the comic industry, no, literally no name is is bigger. Maybe some names are as big, but no name is bigger than George Perez. Uh, Perez. Uh, he's an iconic, legendary, all-time great artist for DC and Marvel, a ton of independence. He did Justice League. He did Avengers. He did Iron Man. He did the, the Teen Titans that we know, the Teen Titans. DCMA, dude. Teen Titans. No, please. Like, like, that Teen Titans crew, he helped formulate that team. Deathstroke the Terminator, that was George Perez. Um, unfortunately, uh, he revealed uh, in social media that he has pancreatic cancer. It's inoperable. Um, and he was trying to do one last big uh, CGC signing event where all of his fans could mail in um, memorabilia, comics, and so on for him to sign. And they actually had to cancel that event because his health has taken a significant turn for the worse. And he's now in hospice care. And um, I gotta say, uh, look, I'm one of these... Um, I am a comic fan, and uh, so I feel like I can disparage against comic fan if I if I choose to do so. Uh, normally comic fan is pretty toxic and stupid and shitty and selfish uh, in times in which they should not be. Mm. But my heart was 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 uh, warmed, I guess, 
when when the the announcement that CGC was not going to be able to do the signing and that they were going to now take the next six months to get everybody's stuff back to them, which is you know people sent in like you know really expensive one of a kind items, uh, so that's stressful. I get it, but I got to say I'm really impressed that the reaction was one of consideration, was one of empathy, was one of sympathy. To George, uh, to George and to his family, people were not bitching and moaning the way I normally think they would about not being able to get what they want, not being able to get him to sign or sketch something for them. Uh, everyone seemed to be pretty understanding overall. It's very sad, um, but yeah, we we probably um, unfortunately only have like a few more months uh, with him in our world. And um, I never had the pleasure of, of, of meeting him directly. I don't know that he's ever been at a con that I've been to. Uh, but I have a lot of friends and colleagues that have met him and had nothing but the warmest and nicest things to say. He always made time for every fan that came to see him and would stay long after his obligation to sign and, and interact with the fans. So just uh, just a heartfelt thank you to George all of the work and everything he's done and touched, uh, all of the characters he helped create that live on, that will live on long after he, uh, he passes. And, um, you know, we just, we just wanted to say a heartfelt thank you. And I hope that he uh, enjoys his life as much as he can uh, over the next weeks, months, and maybe even a year. Mm. Um. So, uh, if we were super callous in, like, the darkest humored thing ever, we might in insert a uh, Undertaker theme here, but uh, <laughs> let's not do that. Uh, let's go ahead. Maybe some applause? I, I, Maybe some... Yeah, let's, let's do some applause for George Burns. It's good to see empathy still works in the world. If you, and if for listeners out there, if you all want to know kind of where to start, look for the Noon Teen Times run that he did um, with Marv Wolfman. Okay? That's a really great place to start. Uh, and then the Justice League Avengers crossover. That's how, that's how well-liked and how beloved he is in the industry. That both Marvel and DC, when they had to do a crossover with their two biggest teams, with all their biggest characters... They're like, yeah, we want George to do it. They both wanted George to do it. Like, that's that's how big he is. Um, okay, here's something a little weird I wanted to talk about. Uh, I think these last three things are going to segue pretty nicely, actually. Yeah. So, the Batman is coming out. It's coming out next month. Uh, really excited to see it. I uh, can't wait to see Rob Bat, Bat and Bat. Bat and Bat. Sparkle... Sparkle is way into our hearts. Uh, cannot wait. Uh, but here's something that's a little weird. Uh, so AMC, the movie theater chain, has designated the Batman as part of its artisan film series. And the only other comic book movie to get this designation is The Joker. Uh, okay. All right. Um, here's the thing, uh, and this is why I hate it. All the DC fanboys are like, yeah, see, this is real film. This is real art. <laughs> Warner Brothers is doing stuff Marvel can't do. MCU can't do it. Mm. 
And it's like, shut up, man. I'm sure Warner Brothers just fucking paid AMC to make it an artisan. It doesn't mean anything. Well, it means exactly the opposite. Artisan means like, you know, like one person worked their entire life to master this the uh, art of making a good camembert or something like that. <laughs> and, and you know, sold it at a you know, farmer's market, like personally. This right. is a fucking movie. This was a business that was brought together to make money by, you know, through a movie medium. It's not right. artisan whatsoever. Right. Also, collusion. Come on, <laughs> man. It's a movie theater chain. Fuck, fuck y'all. Are they like, are they like Michelin stars? What the fuck's going on here? I don't know. I don't know, dude. I, like, I'm already going to, spoiler, here's the big wheel winner of the week. Right here. <laughs> right here. We'll get to it at the end. But I'm going to, I'll just, <laughs> Jesus, like. Uh, I just look the Batman I'm sure is going to be great I'm not Matt Reeves is a great director um, I'm not worried about the movie I think it's going to be good I hope it's going to be great and I can't wait to see it I, I don't I don't we didn't need this bullshit yeah we just didn't we don't need it and but the segue to the next topic is that the shit that we did need we didn't get you know, the thing that still has a little glimmer of actual weight and 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 heft to it, the Oscars, the Academy Awards, uh. people still kind of care about that. Uh, I mean, that's eroding as well. But, like, here's my thing. So the nominees came out for the Academy Awards. Supposedly they were in talks with Tom Holland to possibly host... Which I think is interesting. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to see that. To be honest, I like good old our, our good friend Tom. Uh, I don't. I don't need him to do the the fucking the Oscar hosting job. Don't. It would be great it. if it was him. like a Ricky Gervais script. Well, yes. <laughs> you know who I'd want want them to get? I want them to get the dude from Hot Ones. Oh, it's Sean? Sean. Yeah, Sean Evans. Yeah, have him do it, and then every time a presenter comes up, they have to do <laughs> the last dab. Oh fuck. <laughs> or Da Bomb, which is the worst one. They they have to do Da Bomb right before they 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 do their little teleprompter speech thing. Um, so here we go. We get the nominees, and here are my two big things. And look, you went to film school. Um, you have a very good eye for for what is good film, what is good cinema. So I feel like you're a good person to possibly debate this with. I do want to preface it by saying, look, I'm not saying that this needs to win anything. Mm-hmm. But the fact that Spider-Man No Way Home, by the way, number three now in highest grossing domestic box office of all time. Fuck you, Avatar. <laughs> uh, behind um, Star Wars and I believe uh, Endgame. Endgame. Uh, so, wow, Disney shit. Holy hell. <laughs> I mean, are we ten years away from just Disney owning everything? Probably. Uh, and they'll own this podcast, and we'll get paid well, and I'll be really happy about it. Um, but uh, yeah, no nomination for best picture. Mm. And look, I am not. I'm a comic fan. We wouldn't be doing this podcast if if we weren't comic fans. But we're not myopic. We're not dumb. We're not constantly levying for uh, for comic book movies to get Oscar nominations. 
uh, especially not Best Picture. Spider-Verse, maybe. Yeah. That got Best Animated Picture. Yeah. It should have been nominated for Best Picture. That movie's fucking great. That movie's amazing. That movie's amazing. Near perfect. Near perfect film. It is. It literally is taught in schools now, in film school. They use that as an example um, for all sorts of things, like animation technique, narrative design, everything. It's great. Great film. But, like, other than that, I'm not, like, constantly like, oh, that film should have been not. Like, you know, I was even like, eh, people, I remember when uh, The Dark the Dark Knight came out, people were like, oh, that should get Best Picture nominee. Eh. Mm. It is good. Heath Ledger was great. He won it post, uh, uh, how do you say that? Post- uh, Posthumously. Posthumously. Yeah. So I always trip up on that one. Thank you. Um, and he did have a great performance. But the movie, although very, very good. I didn't feel it was on that on the like best picture level, but Spider-Man No Way Home manages to do so much. It brings together literal generations of moviegoers. It has true dramatic beats within the film. It has an all-time performance from Willem Dafoe, mm-hmm. and um, I mean it's just. It doesn't always reach the highest of highs, but Spider-Man No Way Home's floor is very high. Right. The floor of that movie is way higher than 99% of the films that have come out over the last two or three years. Easily. And especially given what's been happening in the pandemic and how it's nearly crippled and crushed the movie industry and movie theater industry especially. Um, the fact that Spider-Man No Way Home is now the third highest grossing uh, domestic film of all time in this environment? Yeah. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? What would this movie have done five years ago? Are we talking three billion? Like, I'm not joking. Like, It's possible, yeah. It's, a, it's the, 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 the ceiling, much like that politician that said the rent was too high, the ceiling is not high enough <laughs> for this film. Uh, what a what a super timely reference, right? Um, <laughs> but here's the thing: so not only did the film not get a Best Picture nomination, which look, I'm not lobbying for it to win. I just think it should be nominated. It, it, yeah, it's like a they've really undercut themselves with the with that category specifically because it's upgrade to what ten now, and yeah, and like yeah. The, the, the Oscar with Network. every studio gun shy to even release films. Right. <laughs> how many? How long did it take for fucking James Bond to come out? Like two and a half years. Shit. Yeah. Like, come on, man. I'm not saying it had to win. I'm just saying it should have been at the table. Yeah. It. It's. It's a cultural touchstone now. You. You mentioned Avatar, like I, and like that's what the that's what the Academy did for Avatar. Fucking Hurt Locker won that year, and yeah. Avatar is nominated, and, and James Cameron up against Catherine Bigelow. Blah, blah, blah. but uh, it, it was like, yeah, of course it got nominated because it was the highest grossing movie at the time. The Academy usually recognizes that they're they're, in, they're a product of the industry. <laughs> they're there to serve it themselves, and they, right. they want to like you know it's it's advertising on the grandest scale. It, it is. Talks. It literally is. So yeah, I don't know why the only genre thing and uh, that made the Best Picture cut was Dune. And that's kind of like you have to give <laughs> Dune a nomination just for 
like the execution that the execution of Dune is fantastic. I'm not I'm not here to disparage Dune in any way. I love Dune. No, we I'm, talked about I'm it. I'm saying you could have easily cut out West Side Story on here. Like Oh just numbers absolutely. just like people who went to go see it compared to like uh uh No Way Home. Oh yeah. More people saw No Way Home in I think two days than the entire theatrical run of West Side Story. That sounds like hyperbole. I don't think it is. No, it's, it's not. <laughs> um, so, it's it's. I mean, here's the thing. I say this, and I sound so aghast and so flabbergasted. But I'm not surprised. Are you surprised? I'm. It's it's a shame. It is unfortunate. But this is right. This is like academy 101 yeah it's they're they've been so out of touch for so long the only genre thing that's won like in the last 20 years was return of the king and that Mm -hmm. was that that was the the last of the trilogy like fuck we have to acknowledge the nerds now all right give them give them a statue uh it takes a lot i guess (laughs) and none uh, apart from black panther none of the other mcu movies have been nominated right it's it's so wild but here's the other thing. So, so that's my one. That's my one. Here's my one. One B. One A is one B. And I actually think this. This is more. This is more upsetting to me. Willem Dafoe did not get a best supporting actor nom. Yeah, man. Yeah. Which is just fucking ridiculous, man. Because he he literally had to do the hardest thing you have to do in acting. He had to go from literally on a dime from playing a confused, frail, vulnerable man to a maniacal monster and back and forth. And granted, with a with a role like that, you do have the room to like expand as an actor. Mm-hmm. I, I absolutely understand that, uh, but like you know, they it gives you the runway and the man took off. Yeah, it it. I mean, it, it turned into a showcase for him for a second. It's it's so good. It's he's so good in it. And again, even with that, I'm not even saying he has to win, but to not even be nominated. Yeah. It just. I know they're just movies, and honestly, who cares about the Academy? Like, you just—I don't know—you get so tired of it. If you're like a film student or yeah. like a movie fan, like you just—you get tired of it. Right? I mean, Fine. what are we here to serve? Not every movie can be the Last Temptation of Christ. What are we? What are right. we doing here? What are we? <laughs> this is, these uh, are these are the things in the medium from the past year, and we're not going to acknowledge like the most like prescient ones. Cool. Yeah, especially in this time where we need entertainment more than ever. When when this movie, I mean Saturday Saturday Night Live even did a skit where they had a Joe Biden, oh. <laughs> saying, "Don't go see Spider Man. Stop seeing Spider Man because you're making the <laughs> pandemic worse." But the Batista bomb. Oh. Um, you know this movie, and I, we talked about this when we did the movie review. This movie, to me, is the first movie in the history of at least modern film uh, where people said, you know what? I know there's a pandemic. I know I could get COVID. Uh, I'm fucking tired. 
I want to have a good time. I'm never having a good time anymore. Uh, this movie looks amazing. It's everything I want right now. Give it to me, please. I'm going to go see it. I don't care. <laughs> I really think that was the yeah. mentality of a lot of people. And fine. And that's totally fine. I'm not judging. Hell, I saw it a bunch of times. But, you know, I think a movie that is that impactful culturally and in the environment in which it's created and viewed, given the situation that we're in with the pandemic, to not nominate it is insane to me. Uh, and it, it also does just a disservice to Willem Dafoe. That's what bothers me, because like he, he, he couldn't have done better and he didn't need to do better. Mm. It should have been enough. Yeah. But... Crap, now I don't know if they that is the big wheel winner of the week. <laughs> There's multi, we got a lot of contenders this time. Um, with that being said... There's your transition. Right, thank you. Um, we're about to right those wrongs, baby. We are about to right those wrongs but, because we have... A lot of pressure. <laughs> the power of the Powies 2021! All right, so this year we do change the format because unlike the Academy, we're not afraid to change things up uh, from year to year to give the people what they want. In order to give a little more back and forth, there are four categories. We're going to each take turns naming the category as well as the nominees, and then you and I are going to on air live decide who wins what category through the power of persuasion Uh and debate (laughs) so um do you want to go ahead and go first uh there chris with the best show best show yeah best show yeah sure no problem so powie starting off strong 2021 powie's best show uh let me find the list again (laughs) (laughs) best show Best show, we have Loki coming in uh, from Disney+. Plus. We have What If from The Same. We have Hawkeye from The Same. We have WandaVision from Disney+. Plus. Uh, we have Invincible from Amazon Prime. We have Hitmonkey from Hulu. Yeah, and Hulu. we have the book of Boba Fett from Disney+. Plus. Yeah. So, and okay, keep in mind, for anyone who's listening to this, and you guys have been watching Peacemaker, and you're like, what the fuck, guys? You just talked about Peacemaker for, like, ten minutes. Yes. Again, I want to reiterate, came out this year, so it's going to be uh, eligible for 2022's Powies. So, just keep that in mind. Uh, for all of the categories. Okay, so with Best Show, we have a ton of Disney Plus content, some Hulu, Amazon Prime, um... Okay, so Chris, just looking yeah. at this list, you're you're just I think the best way we can do this is just what is your like instinctive gut reaction? Who is the winner to you? Oh, okay. I thought all right. Uh not Hawkeye. Um Okay. <laughs> my instinct man. Just like you're looking at the list and you go, This this is the one yeah. that filled my cup the most. Yeah, damn it, man. Uh I think it's for me. I'm gonna have to lock it in. For me, it's Wandavision. Um, Wandavision okay. kind of came out of turn, like it wasn't supposed to go up first in the order of the showing. It was like Winter Falcon, Winter Soldier. Was that like supposed to be like the first slated Disney Plus show? 
Right. WandaVision had to go because reasons, and that's fine. And it it, it hit like you know nobody thought it would. Uh, I loved how weird it got. Uh, like I'm always trying to like yes a little bit more weird lean into the whole weirdness. This is this is not a normal world you're portraying. So like make it not normal. Um, for me, WandaVision I think did that really I think to the utmost amount. Loki got there. Loki got there in the end, uh, especially with the Loki and Sylvie thing. But uh, for me, I think WandaVision kind of it fleshed out the character so much um, that it, it it did it for me. It takes it home. Okay, okay. I I think WandaVision was really great. I think the thing that they did with the the first two episodes, mm-hmm. like my God, what a swing! Yeah, what a swing to do that. A studio that just says "fuck you, money." Yeah, they lost money. They absolutely lost money in the name of art. And look, you can be as cynical and as jaded as you want about Disney and Marvel and all the big corporations, and I get it. It's all warranted. Absolutely, a thousand percent. But they lost money allowing them to do that. <laughs> absolutely. And it's and they still made it work. And it was amazing. So I am not here to say that that's not the winner for me mm-hmm. man this is tough this is a really tough one in this category I didn't even talk about what if too I loved what if what if was really great God, okay. invincible um, too I didn't yeah invincible man you know this is <clears throat> pardon me this is how I'm gonna this is how I'm gonna pick my winner when I think of best show, I think of what is the show where every time an episode ended, I was like, I need the next one. Oh, uh, yeah. I absolutely yeah. need to see the next episode. And for me, I think that was Invincible. Yeah. It, pardon me. <coughs> I have a mute button, but, you know, I'm not going to use it. <laughs> raw fucking and raw. That's how we do it here, true believers. Um, Invincible had just enough difference, uh, differentiated itself just enough from what Marvel does and what DC does and brought a visceral energy to that story and the content within the show of Invincible. And it was so aggressively its own thing that I think look I love like again love WandaVision love Loki um, loved What If even like I liked Haikai a whole lot but like especially WandaVision and Loki as weird as they are and as different as they are they also sort of felt similar in various points Mm. to me um because it's you know people always talk about the Marvel formula the MCU formula um it just it wasn't as as maybe to its detriment Loki reaffirmed to me that like oh Marvel figured out how to do weird different things oh and now they're doing it again um which is fine again I'm not mad at it but it it's almost like the fact that both those shows exist sort of knocks both of them down by like just the tiniest amount Mm. 
and Wars Invincible is its own thing. The other thing, um, and look, I'm probably in a room by myself with this one, but the voice acting Invincible was so good. J.K. Simmons is so good. Stephen Yeun was so, so amazingly good. It's got the Manzoukas in there. Jason Manzoukas, the great Zook uh, of How Did This Get Made and Good Place and all the other stuff. John Wick. Um, especially between Omni-Man and Invincible, that whole relationship, it just nailed it. It, it It's so nailed what the comic is about. Mm. Um, and it, it, I just never thought I would see that like in an in a non-comic form, you know, live action or animated even. Mm-hmm. Like I just I just didn't think it was going to exist. So that I would say invincible. That being said, I do agree with your compelling arguments as to why WandaVision should win best show of the year. Um uh also for those that have not heard of or haven't seen Hit Monkey, um I won't, you know, it didn't win but I will say, if you haven't checked it out and you have Hulu, you definitely should. There are some very standout episodes in that show. Um, it really was really good. It's it's the one that I've seen um, episodes more than once of, where as good as all the other shows were, I've, I've only really watched them the one time. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would say, so best show, uh, yeah, WandaVision. Okay, I was going to say, like, I could be swayed for Invincible. No, I think... I think if you look at one, I think you, I think what you said was right. I think when you look at one division on its own within a vacuum, how, what it strove, uh, strove, is that right? Is that the right word? Strove to do and how it accomplished that and how it executed the A to B. It really wasn't A to B. It was like A to C to Z to D to J to B. Like it was, um, I, I think no one expected that from Marvel. Yeah, it does have a little bit of ad difficulty being, like, uh, setting off Phase 4. Right. And again, it was out of turn. It wasn't where it was supposed yeah. to be. And, you know, obviously the, the show suffered, like everything does in the pandemic. <laughs> um, we didn't get the fully fleshed out storyline or characters or even characters were missing, um, reportedly. You know, like Kat Dennings' character... Oh right, <laughs> wasn't wasn't in it as much. She, she was supposed left. to be in it a lot more, and it's just like Darcy, right? Her yeah. name's Darcy. Um, so that you know, that's kind of where I would take points off, but it's also not their fault. <laughs> yeah. Um, so great job to Wandavision, Powie winner, twenty twenty one best show. <laughs> All right. Up to the next category, uh, simply best debut. So this is uh, best new character we've never seen before, uh, at least in the in the medium in which it's presented here. Uh, so whether movie or, or show, um, versus like the comics, for instance. Uh, we have first up nominee Kate Bishop from Hawkeye. Uh, Yelena Romanoff from Black Widow slash Hawkeye. Uh, Peacemaker from The Suicide Squad. Invincible from Invincible. And T'Challa Star-Lord 
in his final performance, Chadwick Boseman, uh, What If. You sure you didn't skip one there? Did I skip one? Between Peacemaker and Invincible? Okay, oh, I did. Wow. <laughs> My brain literally just... The, probably, maybe, like, the, uh, right. the Dark mean. Horse. <laughs> the Dark Horse. I'm so sorry, uh, True Believers. Gator Loki, the fan favorite, <laughs> for sure. Gator Loki from Loki. My apologies. I just did a Steve Harvey, so... Um, let's... Um, so Gator Loki from Loki. So Kate Bishop from Hawkeye, Yelena uh, Romanoff from Black Widow, Hawkeye, Peacemaker from Suicide Squad, Gator Loki from Loki, Invincible from Invincible, and T'Challa Starlord from What If. I'll go ahead and go first yeah. this time. Um, look for me. You run away, number one with a bullet. It is number one. Run away, run away with the bullet. Give me, give me ten more years of this character, please. Yelena Romanoff from Black Widow Hawk. Hey, we are of accord. We are of an accord, sir. We are of an accord. Are they the? Um, are they the? The ninety six uh, uh, accords. Not the. I was just trying to say the fucking. What did they? Oh my God, Sokovia Accords. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I was trying to make a Sokovia Accords joke and I just could not get it out of my brain. Out of my mouth. Um, holy hell, man! Florence Pugh. I think I'm saying her last name correctly, yeah. but I, I don't know. Florence Pugh. Um, just good God, man. <laughs> like, here's the thing. She shows up in Black Widow and is fantastic. She's really great. Arguably steals every scene she's in. But it's like it's like she's not even trying. It's like she's coasting at that point. We don't know that at the time when the movie comes out. But she's literally in coast mode, man. She's just going 50 miles per hour. She's just not even worried about it. No sweat, nothing. Everything's good to go. Then we get Hawkeye towards the end of the year. And holy shit. She shows up and everyone's like, eh, that's the big, like, guest star cameo. I don't know. Man, they just kind of fought for a second on a roof, whatever. (laughs) Whatever, whatever. And then we get the next episode. And then we get the rest of the show. And holy hell. The 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 apartment scene from Hawkeye between Yelena and Kate. <laughs> so good. I've watched that scene. I'm not joking. I've watched that scene six times. Damn. It's I like it that much. It's that enjoyable to watch. They have great chemistry. But uh, Florence Pugh is just... She's so charismatic. Mm-hmm. She, you cannot take your eyes off of her when she's on screen and, and when she's acting and just so in the moment. She's so in the moment and in the character. Yeah. It just blows my mind. And I, I do. I want 10 more years of this at least. What do you got? What do you, I mean, obviously you said the same thing. Anything to add? Yeah, no, it's a, it's like a great credit to the actor whenever they can like join something that's in you know in progress and has so much history already and like you said she just joined it in stride like she was already she wasn't she was cap passing up sam doing laps around Mm -hmm. the fucking (laughs) reflection pool um yeah it it, it was seamless and that's like such a high level of difficulty to do uh like i don't think harry fucking styles can pull that off (laughs) 
Yeah, uh, because yeah, man, Star Fox. Yeah. So. Yeah, like, uh... <laughs> hey, you guys, have you noticed how Eternal doesn't come up yet? <laughs> anyway. Like like you were saying, though, like, you can imagine there's, like, yeah, what was it? Where is she? Has she cropped up in any other things that we haven't known about, really? Is she an Easter egg in some other movies back, you know, going back? Like, it should be retcon now at this point. Like, mm-hmm. she should be popping up some sometimes. But uh, it, it just feels like she's, yeah, it's natural. So, yeah, here's the thing, dude. In real life, I mean, she's only in her mid 20s. Mm-hmm. So, we literally could get 10 more years. Yeah. You know? Um, it's, I don't know. It's just great. Just really great. Just a wonderful surprise that none of us were expecting uh, this uh, in 2021. Uh, other other than that, again, fan favorite Gator Loki. I mean, shit, dude. He has his own Funko Pop. Like <laughs> everyone loves Gator Loki, but it's ultimately it's a Gator that cannot talk or anything. Um, he's just a really awesome thing uh, looking character. T'Challa Star Lord is kind of like the heart, you know, the heart pick, the sentimental pick. Yeah. Of course, everything that Chadwick Boseman did. Um, we we did find out later after the show ended that they were gonna work on a T'Challa Star Lord um, spinoff, like an animated movie mm. that Chadwick Boseman was gonna voice. And dude, that would have been so amazing! Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm uh, among the many millions of things that uh, irk me about the world that we live in. Like the fact that we lost out on that is just just uh, you know just in there as well. <laughs> Um, Peacemaker, spoilers, uh, he is good in Suicide Squad. What they end up doing in the show, which again is not part of this, but the Peacemaker show, if that show was included in this, we might have a different winner. I'll just say that. Wow, all right. Uh, it's really, he's, it's really good. He, the show is really good and he's really good in it. But it, it's, it's, it's a totally different thing. The Peacemaker we get in the Suicide Squad, while good, uh, not on the level of, you know, Yelena, or I would even argue Kate Bishop. Kate Bishop, um, showing up in Hawkeye, there's a lot of a lot of pressure on her shoulders, but I feel like she dribbled up to the three point line uh, and just knocked it in, easy peasy. I, I think. Um, uh, why am I? Dr- I'm, I am. Uh, why can I not think of her name? She's literally the voice of Spider Gwen in Enter the Spider Verse. It's. Um, mm-hmm. Oh my god. Here we get there. Um, um, I keep wanting to say Florence Pugh, and it's definitely not Let that. Let those gears it turn, is... baby. What was that? Let those gears turn. True Grit? Let She's this... in True Grit? She's in she was Ender's in True Game. Grit. Ender's Game, yep, with, uh, with what's his face that was almost Peter Parker. Um, oh my god, what <laughs> is her name? Starts with um, uh, H. Oh, uh, Haley Steinfeld. She was in Pitch Perfect. She's in a lot of stuff. Uh, I don't know why I ended on Pitch Perfect, guys, but just let it let it let it lay there. Um, Haley Steinfeld, so so good as Kate Bishop. Uh, now look, granted, maybe she's getting a little bit of rub off of Florence, off of Flo. Hey yo, maybe Flo, maybe right. Flo is so good. That maybe Flo is so good that makes Haley Steinfeld's performance even better. <laughs> like she's like like a Steve Nash out there just making her teammates better. But um, at least I felt this Kate Bishop, but that was really great. And I think, I think you could easily argue that Hawkeye, the show was more about 
uh, K. Bishop Hawkeye than than um, Clint Barton Hawkeye by the end of it. But um, yeah, so yes. Anyway, that that brings us to uh, Yelena Romanoff as the winner of Best Debut Powie's Twenty Twenty One. All right, man. You want to take the next one? Moving right along, we are at best movie already. Oh, okay. Four categories, yes. four powies. Let's go. We have four categories. Best, <laughs> best comic movie. We have Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. We have Spider Man No Way Home. We have Why Am I Still Reading Any Other Names? Uh, the Suicide Squad. We have Black Widow. Zack Snyder's. You, you mother. You really put this in here. <laughs> Son of a... Oh, my God. <laughs> True so believers, it be your own people. I Sometimes it'd be like so that, So betrayed. Sometimes it'd be that Bamboozled. Way. <laughs> hey, I threw some... Uh, there's some honorable mentions there. I'll, I'll read the honorable mentions. <laughs> you're going to get more these bad. Are, these Please are our in memoriam. Disappointed! I meant this one. There you go. Um, honorable mentions Eternals <laughs> Venom Let There Be Carnage Snake <laughs> Guys G.I. Joe Origins uh, hey, fuck you man yeah that's what that movie told all of us for anyone who saw it um, <laughs> good god uh, I'm, I, I have my, it's fine that I, I saw it but I forgot that I saw it and now I'm remembering it and I'm like oh. wow dude Oh shit! You didn't put in Bloodshot. Oh, Blood! Did that, did that come out in twenty twenty one? No, it didn't. Uh, did it? No, no, did no. Came out in twenty twenty. Because that was the last movie I saw before lockdown. Yes. Yeah. In theaters. Man, that's always going to be your life fact yeah. now. By the way, yeah, that's my, you can't escape that's it. My village and, villain origin story. Holy shit! No kidding. That's a good one. That's a good. That's a good one. Um. Okay. I. I'm not. We already know what my answer yeah, is. I can't I, do I even? Justice League. You get that? Wow. You, you don't you dare! Uh, you put it in there for a reason, right? No. <laughs> I just felt like DC needed more representation, oh, and a lot of people. See, that's what the Academy do. is supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> At, look, people. Some people really like Justice League, and I will say this: Zack Snyder's Justice League is infinitely a more enjoyable story than the um, Joss Whedon Justice League. Wow. Wow. Uh, it's not even close. It's not even close. Oh, man. Um, it's an infinitely better movie, but even that being said, it's still like a, you know, it's like a 5 out of yeah. 10, 6 out Some of 10. Some people say cucumbers taste better pickled. I don't know what to do with that. Uh, I mean, they do. They do. <laughs> um, I'm not even, I mean, it's, it's Spider-Man No Way Home, but I want to, I want, was there any other movie that you really were like, maybe, I mean, or like, even like a one, like a five percent. Yeah, Shang Chi. I really like Shang Chi a lot. Um, yeah. Even though we've never covered it on this podcast. But do we? Do we not do the review? Okay. Well, we'll remedy that. We'll, we're going to do like a. We'll do. We'll call it a retro review. Wow. There you go. We'll do it. I was. You think you? I know what you think. You think just because Wong's in it. That I was like behind the scenes, like, oh, Chris is gonna get so much Wong content out of this. You know what? We're not gonna fucking do it. I'm not gonna let him. I'm not gonna let that horse upstage this pony. Like, no way. 
No way. Look, man, that's not the case. Look, just sh- shit's been... It's the pandemic, okay? Yeah. Stuff is weird. Right. It's just... But we will do... I promise you, listeners... I know Chris wants to do it. I do want to do it, too. Uh, we will do a Shang-Chi um, retro review. We'll do a review episode. Uh, we might even, like, look at the trailer. and th- Ooh, that could be something we could do. We could look at the trailer. Uh, see what we kind of talk about it. Kind of talk about it. And then in reference to how, you know, we've obviously already seen the whole movie. And we can talk about the movie. It's great. It's going to be great. Oh, I love this already. So, this is a show in action, guys. <laughs> Everybody. This is, this, this is literally how the show gets made. We will um, have it to you. On Halloween, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. What we got? We got spring covered. Maybe summer. Maybe <laughs> summer. Maybe fall. Um, the choreography of the fights is so amazing. Uh, they got Jackie Chan's uh, choreography team and stunt team. What a brilliant idea and move! Yeah. Absolutely, uh, there's, there's, great new character. There's no comparison, though. I mean, like, what a what a, I can't even think of a good like analogy, but like, yeah, it's holding a nine volt battery up to like Spider Man's lightning bolt. <laughs> it can't compete. It, it's a yeah, great movie. Yeah, I like that a lot. I think it's pretty. High it's a great. It's game. a great movie. It, it's it's definitely one you should watch more than once. It is entertaining as hell. Nearly, it has something for nearly everybody. Every kind of fan film, uh, film fan, film. every kind of film, film fan. Every type of every kind of film fan, there's something to, to enjoy in Shanxi. That being said, look, I'm not. We're not even going to talk about because we just spent a lot of time talking about it with the Oscars thing. Spider-Man No Way Home is like a. It's almost like a once in a generation type movie, and I know that sounds like hyperbole, but the the way it came together and literally how they were actually able to execute that. The level of difficulty and the fact that they nailed it, mm-hmm. I think, almost doesn't get enough credit. Yeah. So, yeah. we we won't take any more time on it because we again we talked about ad nauseum. Unless Chris, unless there's anything else you want to say, yeah, I do. I have something else to say. You know what's not a once in a lifetime movie? Fucking Zack Snyder's Justice League because that came out like fucking no, a couple years. It's later. literally it's literally two times in a lifetime movie. <laughs> and DJ did you watch Cal- it in, in the over here? If you if you watch it in the chapter version, like on HBO Max, uh, it's technically like five movies, so five five times in a lifetime movie. <laughs> um, also, man, Eternals, I liked it. It's it's fine, but it's asking a lot. No, no, no. That's one movie I'm I'm willing to be like, no, no, no. They they fucking missed. It's rare that it happens, I, but fucked. It, it is it is arguably I think this and and. Um, and uh, Thor: The Dark World uh, are the two mis- most like. Mm, I don't. I, you know. I know. I'm going to rewatch all the Marvel films in order, but man, <laughs> I'm going to be on my phone a bit on this it, one. It, the, the sad um, thing is nothing. It's nothing to do with characters. I don't care. I care less about the, the characters. Are fine. It's great. Nice. Some of them have actually pretty good stories. It's the fucking just way it's stitched together, dude. It. Uh, it should have been a show. Yeah. It should have been a six one hour episode show that's what it should have been a thousand percent you know how we always talk about uh, Marvel and MCU and Kevin Feige and like a lot of times they make like all of the right moves and it's just like oh okay I mean you know maybe the two options you had they were both like one was kind of good and one was shitty and you always pick the good one it's not that everything's always great 
but they just always make the right choice. Mm. This is a time where I agree. I think they just made the wrong choice. It should have been a show. It should have been a, a mini uh, series, streaming series or whatever. Yeah. Um, and instead give us, uh, I don't know, give us what? Give us a Mandalorian movie. Give us uh, give us Hawkeye as a movie instead. Huh. Like a like a tighter movie with a slightly with a bigger budget. Um but I, that's what I think the two that I would swap if I could. Venom, let there be carnage. Uh, look, I love Andy Serkis so very much. Uh, his his I be, it's I don't think it's his directorial debut. I think he did a Jungle Book movie not too long ago. But um, uh, look, it's serviceable. Um, but it's just it's it's a it's it's nothing that's super memorable other than the fact that like it's Venom, and so just by the nature of that character, you you're gonna you're gonna know it on some level uh stick as you just fuck it i'm not even just don't don't see it don't see it <laughs> maybe if we all don't see it it'll be like it never came out <laughs> um so congratulations to spider-man no way home best comic book movie powies 2021 excelsior oh. Yep, Stan's creation still just crushing all of our entertainment um, expectations. Just fucking going through the roof. All right, guys, that brings us to the last category of the Powies 2021, which is, of course, named after our show. Best comic book character. And you might be thinking, well, guys, you know, y'all keep you guys keep talking about Spider-Man, so of course it's going to be Spider-Man. Well, let me tell you, there's multiple Spider-Man oh, characters wait, in here. there's more. So, you don't know who we're going to pick. Uh, we have Shang-Chi from Shang-Chi. Uh, I uh, just effectively named them Peter once. So that's the Tom Holland, Peter Parker, <laughs> Spider-Man from Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, Peter 2, which is the Tobey Maguire, Peter Parker, Spider-Man from Spider-Man No Way Home. And Peter 3, uh, Andrew Garfield, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, Spider-Man No Way Home. We have Green Goblin, Spider-Man No Way Home. Green Goblin slash Norman Osborn. And Yelena, again, Yelena Romanoff from Black Widow, Hawkeye. And Peacemaker from The Suicide Squad. Uh, apparently, such a dynamic character, they gave him his own spinoff show. So, where, where are you on this one, Chris? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Man. Um, I'm trying to nail it down to which Peter. And I think. <laughs> I mean, because that's the category, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think I go with Tom Holland, Peter. Peter number one. Yeah. Uh, because. Peter number one. He had to do a lot in that movie, like, just. Uh, there's a lot of emotions he had to portray. Like, yeah, Jesus, the gap. All the stuff with MJ. But the thing huh? is, that last four minutes, that last four minutes, where he kind of like in my mind convinced me that he could be the next James J- Jimmy Stewart. He has that level of range. I mean, granted that it's a genre film, and we're maybe kind of like you know getting him to the place where he can shine. But he's shining. That last four minutes was kind of like pure and untouched. Are you talking about you're talking about the coffee, coffee shop? shop? Yeah. Where he mm-hmm. chooses not to read MJ the note, whatever. Where he kind of like is mm-hmm. okay with it. And 
maybe this is better. And like, you know, he's he's actually a superhero now. Mm-hmm. That that part, uh, that that wins it for me. It's so good. You're absolutely right. That is such a good uh, scene. Uh, the way he puts the paper back in his pocket, um, just the subtle, like legitimate. He's really living this character mm. in this scene uh, of his emotion, of his recognition of her her band aid, uh, of her injury, and just how everything turns when he sees it. Now all all the emotion that he had that was one type of an emotion mm. completely shifts. Yep. It's so it's so I I'm I'm just repeating what you're saying honestly. Like it, <laughs> it, it, that scene is so amazing. He also has to do so much in that movie. He has the relationship with Aunt May, his uh, relationship with the other Peters, his relationship with MJ, his relationship with Ned. It it all. He has so many different things to juggle in this film. Tom Holland does such an incredible um, job in, in a way that you didn't even know that he could do. And that's not to take away from his previous performances, but like he just has to be a, like a bit of a chameleon, like just shifting and changing in almost every scene. We, of course, already talked about Green Goblin. Uh, Norman Osborn with Willem Dafoe I already made the argument in case that he should get an actual yeah. Best Supporting Actor nomination in the real world Oscars um, we talked about Yelena one best debut she's already a Powie winner will she get a second one I mean again Florence Pugh we just talked about it so freaking amazing up and down just effortless so so effortless and charming uh just pure magic on screen uh the way she portrays that character just can, cannot get enough of it uh peacemaker again i will argue that you need to see the show so that version of him doesn't apply here but ultimately what he turns into um if that were this character i think he would have a much uh, stronger showing in this category Peter three, or sorry, Peter two, uh, Toby Maguire. Great to see him. Uh, his face looks a little weird sometimes. I already <laughs> talked about it. Not his fault. It's fine, or maybe it is his fault. Maybe he got plastic surgery and it's it is your his face. fault. In which case, in which case, that's on you, Tommy M. Toby M. Tommy. Call him Tommy. Toby M. Damn. Toby M. Toby like Toby that. Uh, sea biscuit. Sorry, I just. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Tommy I mean, now. Uh, he he did great. He did great. Tobby Tobby McGuire. Tommy McGuire is Tommy McBoombom. Tommy McBobbo. Tommy McBobbo. He did he did a great job. Nothing nothing wrong there. Peter number three. Number three. Andrew Garfield. As Peter Parker's Spider-Man. Oh no, you gonna swerve me? So here's the thing. Oh no, you gonna swerve me? I might argue that pound for pound, minute for minute, is there a better portrayal of of Peter Parker, a comic book character, 
than by Mr. Andrew Garfield. He shows so much emotion in such a small amount of screen time. So much heart. And literally has made up for what I would argue was so much wasted potential in the Amazing Spider-Man franchise. Because with an actual script, with real motivations, with plausible causal reaction type stuff narratively, this Peter Parker, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, has all of the tools to be amazing. And he proves it in this film. Oh. And nothing... Nothing enca- uh, en- encompasses th- this feeling more than one particular scene. And you know exactly what scene I'm talking about. Yep. When he catches MJ. He's talking about like the webs. And he's like, oh, where, else, <laughs> where else does it come out of? Where else does it come from? Where else does it come out of? Uh, or the part where he uh, where he's cracking Peter uh, Two's back. Um, <laughs> no, I'm talking about the scene where he catches MJ. I've seen the movie five times so far. Five times what? Every single time that scene five hits, my my eyes water up like a lot. And when he asks if she's okay, and then she asks if he's okay, and the way he responds. I. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's right up there with when Cap gets Milnir. Yeah. In terms of like, oh, I didn't even know how badly I needed this. The and the breadcrumbs. Part of agrees with you. Yeah. Look, and I'm not trying to be populist with my answer here, but I think his portrayal, it's almost like Andrew Garfield knew that this was his, you know, last chance to finally, because, you know, uh, Andrew Garfield's an actual Peter Parker Spider-Man fan. Like, he's, he's loved that character since he was a kid. So this was his last chance to, like, really be Peter in the best way that he knew he that he could do. And my God, he just crushes it. If this were a Lifetime Achievement Award, like where we were like talking about Spider-Man, Peter Parker, just as a character that's been portrayed by an actor, Tom Holland wins, hands down. I, I wouldn't even debate it. Absolutely. A thousand percent. But if we're talking about just 2021... Mm. What Andrew Garfield was able to bring to this role. And he actually had kind of a harder thing because we already had a preconceived notion of who this Peter was from the Amazing Spider Man movies. And let me tell you, a lot of people don't like that Peter. I don't like that Peter. I think he's too cocky. I think he's kind of obnoxious in a way that that character is just not like that in the comics. Right. So you have this like preconceived opposing force of this character you're about to portray. And you do such an amazing job that like you said, the entire internet one eighties on it. 
to the point where they're like, we need an Amazing Spider-Man 3, like, right yeah, now, please. damn, that did happen. And here's the thing. They're not wrong. <laughs> if you get an actually good writer with a good script and a good director, and you throw Andrew Garfield in there, guess what, man? He's going to fucking cook. I, I, He's proven I, it. You've seen the social network. Yeah. You've seen, you know, Hacksaw Ridge, even. Never let me go. Like... He, he doesn't know how to do a bad performance. Yeah. He can't. All he can do is good, and when he's really locked in, he's fucking great. So if you get a good writer, the right script, and a good director that, that can utilize his talents correctly, dude, yes, absolutely, Amazing Spider-Man 3. Yesterday. Give it to me yesterday. <laughs> but huh. so far, all we have is this. All we have is this. And with that... I'm actually going to argue that Spider-Man Peter number three, Andrew Garfield, Peter Parker, Spider-Man, is the best comic book character for 2021. Wow. Wow. The the Battle of the Peters. I... But here's the yeah. thing. Before you say... Because I know I said a lot, and it's a lot to consider. Before you, you, you decide whatever you're going to say, I do want to say I don't think you're wrong. I don't think you're wrong. To, uh, Tom Holland, because of all the things he had to do in this film, um, in order for it to make sense, in order for him... Like, it's funny. The other thing I'll mention real quick, I forgot to mention when we're talking about Tom Holland's performance here, is he does this incredible thing where when he meets the other Peters, he he's resistant to them because he knows what they represent, and he's also kind of over the whole fucking thing anyway at that point. <laughs> but he does this thing that only people with siblings really know. And he bonds with them in a very sibling-like way, in a very earnest and natural way within the setting of this film. And that is not an easy thing to convey. That is that is pretty spectacular that he was able to do that. I just wanted to bring that point yeah. out. Um, so I don't think you're wrong. And I'll just say this, that we've never done this before, but I would not be averse to saying that we have co-winners. Oh, wow. Because technically it's what? the same character. What? Yeah, yeah. Technically, that'd be right. Uh, I'm going to say, I think you said it with your chest. Uh, I, uh, I respect that. And I have been swayed. So okay. I think, yeah. For me as well, the, we've probably given it to Tom before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he has one. I'm pretty sure he won uh, probably the first year, maybe even the other. One. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. He definitely won best. He won best debut when he came out in Civil War. Yeah, so he definitely won at least that one. This is kind of like what um, happened in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Like Brad Pitt definitely wins that supporting role Oscar. I think the same thing happened here. Like, he 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 had, I guess, every, like, uh, inch of real estate he had in that movie, he, he used it perfectly. So, mm -hmm. and Tom Holland, you could say, like, he did get a little bit of help from the story. Like, I mean, like I, like I said already, it's kind of tailor-made for him. Uh, but, man, yeah. Yeah. No. Andrew Garfield did what nobody really gets to do, is have, through Feige's magic again. Like, let's just like rework this a little bit and present it the way it should have been presented. 
that's that's rare. That's different. And I think because of that, it edges out Tom Holland's performance a little bit. So yeah, I'm I'm perfectly fine with giving it to him. I would argue that basically what you said is he did the impossible. He got someone to change their mind on the internet. <laughs> All right. So with that, Andrew Garfield, Peter Parker, Spider-Man from Spider-Man No Way Home. Best comic book character, Powies 2021. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant this one. Sorry for You know, I know we couldn't clear it because, of course, it's copyrighted, but I would never be mad if that was our interaction. Like, never, ever would I ever be mad. Um, feel free to drop that anytime. Nice. Just any, anytime. I, I'm so loving it. Uh, with that... Uh, I think we have kind of already uh, within this episode have spoken again about multiple big yeah. wheel winners of the week. So I, I, we're good there. I don't want to give him more time. Uh, just know that I'm the same amount of angry about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, there's, there's the quote on my tombstone. Um, but uh, yeah, I can't wait to see what the rest of this year brings us. We have again, multiverse of madness, the Batman peacemaker, um, the you know the book of uh, Boba Fett finished. Uh, we got to see more Mandalorian. Mando. Uh, we have. <laughs> uh, what did he say? What did he say? They hate that? you because you're like, a legend. They hate you, right? They hate you. That's right. They hate you. But uh, cannot wait for everything else that's coming our way. We will be here before. Wait, when does spring start? <laughs> when does spring officially start? Is it like March first? Yeah, 21st, something like that. Of March? Okay, we definitely will have another episode Ooh, big before talk. spring. Big... No, no, no. I'm guaranteeing it. We might even have two episodes, but we'll wow, definitely have at least one more before <laughs> March hits. That's definitely... I Mark it down. Uh, if something huge happens, we'll, of course, do a special episode. Um, but... Yeah, thanks everyone for listening. Don't forget to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Apple Music, Spotify, Pod Addict, Podbean, uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, either leave stars, five stars, please, or actual written reviews really help us a whole lot. If you want to check us out on Facebook, we are there. Look up Combo Characters, or you can go to Combo Characters Pod.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and check out Hit Monkey, everybody. It's no one saw it, and it's really good. I promise, it's really really good. And it's got the guy from Ted Lasso in it, so everyone likes Ted Lasso, right? So, yeah, go check out Hit Monkey. Um, man, I cannot wait to see more uh, Elena. I hope we get more Andrew Garfield Spider Man. Um, the way you know he was presented in this movie in New uh, Spider Man No Way Home. Oh, I so hope that hope that for so much. I can't even talk anymore in my brain. <laughs> um, lots more Yelena, please. Um, and uh, yeah, let's get some more Gator Loki too. Why not? <laughs> All right, man. Uh, catch you on the next one. Catch you, everybody. I, you know what? We had come up. We had come up with a new saying, and I've now forgotten. I've what spent it was. the last two minutes trying to actively remember what it was. I have totally forgotten. I wonder why you were getting a little quiet, yeah. a little like, I mean, you were still talking, but I could tell there was like two of the burners were on something yeah. else. 
and uh, yeah, I can't remember either. And it was really good, so we'll have to go back and listen to it. Uh, but because I can't remember that one, you know what I'll just say this time? I'll say um, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave everybody uh, with a question. But before we get to it, uh, with that, the Fortress of Positivity is closed, and I'll leave y'all with this. You okay? Yeah. You okay? Yeah. <laughs> Goodbye, brother. <laughs>